Hi, this is Jen of JenniferThayerKnight.com. In Revelation, John is in the Spirit. What does this mean, and can we be in the Spirit? Let's explore this intimate closeness with God in this week's post, What Does It Mean to Be in the Spirit? The first four summers of married life, my husband and I would travel to South Padre Island. We went with a youth group from our church to a summer camp called Fun in the Sun, S-O-N. It was a week of beaches and worship. One summer, we had a group of awesome kids that were really into worship. And one evening, God's presence was tangible. At the conclusion of one of the evening services, The kids were in a different mood than normal, not asking for pizza and more time on the beach. You could almost see God's presence resting on them. They wanted to go back to the hotel and pray, not usual activities of 15 through 18-year-olds. We did, and God's presence was more palpable than I had ever experienced up to that point. It's moments like this that you wish would last a lifetime. You know, I felt like Peter at the transfiguration telling Jesus, let's build a shelter and take our residence here. These are moments I would call being in the spirit. We read of several characters throughout the Bible that have moments of being in the spirit. In Revelation 4, we read of John being in the spirit. Metaphorically or physically, we don't know. But God brought John to the throne room of heaven. Revelation 4.2 of the NIV says, At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. The thought that keeps running through my mind is that if John, who was imprisoned on the island of Patmos, had gotten upset and angry about his situation, we would never have this book to read today. Instead of frustration, he turned to prayer. He focused on Jesus and had the privilege of being in the Spirit. God did not save these opportunities just for those of biblical times. We too get to experience the power of God. Now, when we are in the Spirit, we may or may not have glimpses of heaven, but incredible things can happen. Ezekiel one twelve, also from the NIV says, Each one went straight ahead. Wherever the Spirit would go, they would go, without turning as they went. Ezekiel also had this incredible experience similar to John's. He saw the same cherubim who circled the throne. When Ezekiel saw them, though, they were following the Spirit. My favorite part of this verse is that they did not look to the right or to the left. They focused their eyes directly on the Spirit and went where He went. As I read this, I felt convicted. We have some hard decisions to make right now, and I find myself getting worried and frustrated. Then I read scriptures like this, and they remind me that I need to keep my eyes fixated on God. I need not to look anywhere else but Him. So how do we experience God in the Spirit? In personal encounters, I have always started this with prayer and or worship. I am praying and then that prayer takes on different levels. 
It is when I get to a point of openness and willingness to let God do what he needs to do. In these moments, we may hear him speak. We may pray in the spirit. He may show us visions or dreams or take us into trances. Anything can happen when we allow ourselves to come before him and be vulnerable. Matthew Henry says about John being in the spirit, he was completely under divine influence. And that's a place I want to remain. So does any of this sound familiar to you? You know, you want to be in his presence and you're, you set aside a time to go be in his presence. And then you're on your knees, you're hiding in another room, your eyes are closed and you're ready to go. And then you feel that tap on the shoulder and you hear, mama, mama, mama. You ignore, hoping they will realize you're trying to have a moment with God. And then you feel their breath as you hear them say, Mama, don't you hear me? Oh, if it's not the kids, then it's the wet nose of the dog that will shock you right out of prayer. The doorbell rings or the darn bing on the phone. And then all you can focus on is what did that text just say? Do one of my kids need me? The dryer buzzes and the list goes on. So many times I just wanted to escape to quiet places to be with the Lord. So through my 20 plus years of parenting and a lifetime of distractions, I have found a few ways to get around this. The first is to just get away. I know babysitters are expensive. But there are plenty of women who have been in this same situation and will babysit so you can have your moment away. But everyone needs some time alone. I used to go to the silent convent. Yes, you heard that correct. And I would spend several hours alone. You had to leave your phone at the door. Someone else was in charge of the kids. And I found myself in the serenity of his presence. I also learned to pray together. This also kind of happened by accident, but I found that inviting the kids to pray also helped me. And this usually happened in the car with big city traffic when you were on the roads longer than you expected. I would just start praying out loud and I would notice that the chaos would quiet and I would look in the rearview mirror and see them captivated with their little heads bowed. Taking any opportunity available has also been helpful. I find you can have incredible moments with God while one is practicing drums, another is watching TV, and another is doing homework. God will honor your effort to move when you open the door for him to do so. I love Brother Lawrence. He was a monk and taught how to be with God while doing everyday tasks. He taught that while doing these mundane tasks, he would say over and over, Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. You can follow the example of Brother Lawrence, or I invite you to take that list of worship that you made from last week's post and take it into prayer with you. Begin worshiping God with the words of the heavenly beings. Use them as a prayer and sit quietly before him 
and ask him to draw you into his spirit. Thank you so much for listening. In the show notes, you will find several links. You'll find a link to my contact page where you can connect with me and share your prayer requests with me. You will also find a link for healing scriptures, scriptures that you can pray for yourself or for your loved ones. Again, I would love to pray for you and thanks for listening.